and welcome to ConstructorCast, your AGC place for news, views, and interviews relevant to you and the construction industry. I'm your host, Alan Gray. On today's podcast, we unleash the power of imagination as we dive into captivating story of Grit Leads to Greatness, a children's book written by our two guests, Chris Eccleston and Jenny Schroen. With workforce issues challenging the construction industry, this duo saw an opportunity to sow seeds of interest early and cultivate a generation that thrives on skill, creativity, and passion. Reshaping perceptions about construction, breaking down barriers, and creating exciting pathways for our future builders, architects, and engineers. Before we begin, I want to give our guest a chance to say hello. Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks, uh, Alan, for having me. This is a pleasure. I'm excited. Just to give everybody kind of a background of, of what I am, I've been in the construction industry for about almost 20 years now. I started my own business, Delmarva Veteran Builders, about 10 years ago, and we're a small general contractor based in Salisbury, Maryland, and the Delmarva stands for Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. We operate in about a hundred mile radius for a commercial general contractor. We have about 20 folks on the team. And um, I decided to get into the construction industry after I got out of the military in uh, 2005. So that's a little bit about who I am and, and our business and what we do. Thank you, Chris. Jenny, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I um, actually grew up in the northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area, and I um, went to school for graphic design down in Florida. And I traveled around the country for several years, and I ended up in L.A. at around 35. And while I was there, I reconnected with a college friend who happened to be recently recently widowed, and we fell in love. And I moved to a small town called Salisbury, Maryland that I never had heard of before. And I ended up adopting his four kids and becoming an instant mom. So while I was here, I ended up connecting with Chris Eccleston. I was invited to come join the team as part of a, a new creative effort that uh, Chris had always been interested in um, doing things differently in the construction industry. And so he invited me to join him on his endeavors. So that's how I ended up with Chris at Delmarva Veteran Builders. Wow, what a great story. Well, thank you both for taking the time out of your busy schedules to join us today. And with that, we'll get to it. Jenny, tell us a little bit about the story and how you came up with it. Well, it started off, um, Chris wanted to write a book about construction and, and he wanted to do a children's book about construction. And I thought that sounded like a great idea because I love creative ideas and always wanted to write a children's book myself. So, but the whole thing about hiring me and coming and bringing me on the team was to look at things differently and, and to be fresh. So I was noticing that there's a lot of complaints about workforce issues and different things like that, that were plaguing our industry. And I was thinking that it would be really neat to inspire kids for them to understand the importance of construction in a really creative, fun way, almost in a way that they didn't even realize they were talking about construction. Starting out, it was more of an adventure story. So I was like, Chris, why don't we, what what if kids believed that greatness was a place that you could find? And so Chris kind of liked this, this idea because we just really were into learning about the Stoics and different parts of how people achieve greatness in different ways and how obstacles shape their future. So once we decided, um, okay, what if greatness 
was a place you could find. It kind of unraveled from there that we kind of created this map that kids would find and they would go on a journey to greatness. But what would that journey entail? What what would be the obstacles that they would have to overcome? And and Chris and I sat down and decided that we should use the trades as ways to uh, kids think they're obstacles, but they end up learning learning trades along the way and actually shapes them and creates them who they are. And they end up achieving greatness in the end by learning um, the skilled trades. So that's how the story kind of, kind of shaped. (laughs) Wow. And and Chris is a contractor. How did your experience in construction help inspire and develop the story? Well, like Jenny said, facing the industry is this massive workforce issue. And we're seeing it more on our subcontractors. You know, we're down to about two masonry companies in our area that can handle the sized projects that we go after. So looking five and 10 years out for our organization, this was becoming a larger and larger, you know, challenge for us. So we wanted to create... Uh, this magical, fun, exciting place in this world where people could be inspired, not only kids, but parents and educators all at the same time. And we wanted to make construction heroic. So that's how we kind of joined together and, and did this. But I mean, you know, I'm, I'm facing the same problems that uh, actually AGC has a report out. 91% of their membership say that their projects are being delayed and then about 60% of it is due to workforce. So, so it's something that we have to really look at. We have to look at from a systematic approach and really start to get involved. And so Jenny and I were like, why can't we make this fun, exciting, energizing and empowering all at the same time? And I think that's what we've done here with this with this uh, story. Yes, this is a major issue in the construction industry. And and from the book you all have written and to break down some of the stigmas of the um, industry and being in construction. And um, that brings me to the title. Jeannie, how did you come up with that? Yeah. So the title, you know, is grit leads to greatness. And before we came up with this children's book, uh, there was a, a large project that I was involved in for Delmarva Veteran Builders, our company. He was wanting to do a new kind of a brand refresh, a new tagline. We had a good brand already going, but how can we really um, set ourselves apart from anybody else in a completely different way? So we had first come up with our core values um, for our company and there was a lot of research done. We, we just kind of sat down and brainstormed the things that that really inspire us as a team and, and what our office and field all believe in. So we came up with four core values. First one is Operation Grit. That was a really, really important part because we realized that grit is something we all use every day in the construction industry. And so we want a grit to be part of our core values. The second core value is Be Fresh. Third core value was Ignite Potential. And the fourth core value was Do Epic Shit, or we say epic things when, when appropriate. But we believe the word epic is something that we all strive to to accomplish in some way. And, and that creates such good memories when you do epic things. So once we got the core values down, it was kind of an easy task to come up with the tagline. So the word grit was um, just something that continued to come up. It's a really great power that you can have because once you once you have grit, it means that you're constantly overcoming challenges and you're ha- you have the guts to keep moving forward even when there's adversity in front of you. And it's not just a one-time thing. Grit is a constant state of, it's almost like a, a character trait that you possess and that helps you accomplish your tasks. So once we had the grit part down, I, I wrote down on, I was brainstorming and I just wrote down grit leads to greatness. And that was something that as soon as I wrote it down, I was like, 
I feel like this is our company right here. This is not just something about construction. It's about, it stands for just anybody who is looking to achieve their goals. They can use this as a battle cry to encourage them to move forward. So the team was really receptive to us, which was awesome. And so from that tagline, we did a whole ad campaign where we used World War II um, propaganda type posters. And it's just a really a visual ad campaign. So we were, it was so much fun because it involved all of our people. Those are the people that make make us who we are. So um, actually DVB won an award for our marketing efforts, like an international award, which was really fun. And so after we did that ta- whole tagline thing, and after that success, it only became natural for us to name the book Grit Leads to Greatness because of all the, of all the research we did with grit. And this was really like a way to elevate the people at our company, but then also elevate the construction industry as a whole to outside people kind of driving by our job sites. So we would take these big banners um, of all the artwork that Jenny would create and hang them on our fence. So it was just a way to elevate the industry. And I think that was kind of another thing that the meaning behind this book was we wanted to elevate the industry, make it heroic and all that kind of stuff. So it just seemed like it was kind of a natural transition from from going from this uh, rebrand and this this tagline and rollout of, of, of Gritley's greatness for our company that we would do the same thing for the industry now. Yeah. And so what I thought was really great with the book that I wanted to tie in, not just teaching kids about construction and what it means to the world, but also using grit as a way that people in the in the construction industry can teach kids about what they do every day and something that they can inspire others to emulate. So in the construction industry, there's always obstacles. We talk about there's weather delays, shipments are, are late, you know, things beyond that, not necessarily the control of yourself, but how do you then problem solve? And that's what, what's really great about about the industry, we're very creative in coming up with a plan because there's deadlines to be met. People need these buildings. It's not just it's not just us working this. It's other people who depend on us, and that's what's great about grit. The power of grit comes from other people relying on you and knowing that you can't give up. So we thought that would be a great way within the children's book to not only teach about construction, but have something that the construction industry can teach the world and glean from them. So and it's something like I said, it could be heroic and noble uh, to show the world. Great. Now, now tell us about the story and how, how you accomplished this. Well, um, I, I mean, I think we didn't mention the setting um, and it's, it's honestly could happen in the future. It's, it's, so the setting is a futuristic society that's forgotten how to build. So imagine um, our setting, it looks almost like ancient Rome, but it's the buildings are crumbled. So it's a city that used to be grand and beautiful, but over time it fell into neglect. We actually have these glowing stones that appeared and these glowing stones hypnotized anyone who looked at it. It kind of created this major distraction from people doing their normal tasks and being creative and the whole world that they live in has become distracted. So um, that's why everything falls into neglect. So I don't know, Chris, you want to Yeah, and, and we decided to go the epic, magical, fun, exciting type of world or realm that we created. And, we, and so we have this nine foot, stone ogre. His name is Mason the Mason. And so we wanted to make the trades kind of fantasy-based and magical and interesting and exciting and not kind of the typical stuff you see out there where it's like 
on job sites with uh, excavators and te- kind of teaching construction. We, we wanted to do it really different and kind of out of the box. And, and so we came up with five different trades. We have Mason the Mason, Copper the Plumber. She's this awesome uh, amphibious type thing. Rowan the Snow Carpenter, Ark the Welder, and the Electrician Magician. And each of the characters, you see them and you get to know them. They're all based on stuff right from our job site. We actually brought in some of our own trade partners or subcontractors, and they uh, helped us design and kind of create some of these characters and think about the way that we could be teaching these things yeah. and, and each phase that the kids go through on this journey to greatness that they think is a place they're interacting with these different characters and learning the different trades that we have in the book we only have five we get asked a lot oh what about uh what about putting concrete in there what about hvac what about elevator we're like well you know it takes a long time to write a book and then to illustrate it there's a there's quite a a, a long process yeah. there but uh maybe we could get a series going if we get success with the first book i was about to say it sounds like a ready for a sequel <laughs> yeah Okay. Um, and how are you getting this to the kids? What are y'all using to get this in front of children and show it to them? Yeah. So Chris had a great idea. I mean, we, we really want to get the, the book in the kids' hands, the physical copies of the books. We also want to get it so that they can take it home and read with their family. We've all discussed this before, but it's a really, when kids are deciding to join the trades as they, as they get older, you know, a lot of those decisions come from their parents or guardians and people directing them towards different ways. And we realize kids want to be inspired. They want to think about grand, exciting ideas, you know, but then once you get to a certain age, parents start to kind of, you know, set the reality straight. And and instead of us waiting for the world to change, it's like construction is going forward and we're putting our a positive message out to the world for them to realize that we're not maybe the the stereotypical construction industry that people think of, you know, that older mentality, you know, we're actually forward thinking. We have a lot of opportunities, a lot of jobs, and there's a lot of excitement and, and change happening out there. And so we believe we need to get the kids the books so that they can take them home and so we had a plan if you want to talk yeah, about we, that yeah uh, we we did an event in march on read across america week so we had f- about 40 companies step up so we had pretty much every division and I don't know if this is the first time something like this happened or not, but we also, I made a real point to go out and get union, merit, and we even had residential companies. So so we had residential, commercial, union, and merit all working together, uh, 40 construction companies. We went into about 60 classrooms. I think we were in three schools in two days. So we were in front of about uh, 1,500 kids. So each company would buy 25 books. That's a, about a classroom full of books. And then they would go in and read. And Jenny and I were really just kind of using this as a test market to kind of see how the kids and how the parents and how the educators and teachers would respond to this. And the good news is it was all positive. We got good, positive feedback. The kids were engaged. We were in second through fifth grade and it kept the attention of all the different grade levels that we were in. So that was that was good. Then we started getting some feedback from parents. You know, we would get emails or thank you notes or things like that. Then we got uh, some notes back from educators, teachers and principals. We even had one principal say, we had kids saying we want to be a, I want to be a mason when I grow up because I want to build something that'll last forever, or I want to be an electrician because I want to learn how to wire things up. So we were getting all that positive feedback, but the one thing that I think blew our socks off, uh, Jenny and I, which we were not expecting, was the men and women of the industry in the classroom when they were leaving. 
I have never seen the the joy, the sense of pride, the the engagement. I mean, it was it was really, really touching, really, really moving. It was probably one of my best days in my career. I mean, construction folks typically tend to be a, a tough crowd to get excited and energized and moving. Um, but I have never seen anything like it. It was it was it was really cool to watch. Just they were beaming, man. They were it was just, you know, it worked. Yeah, it, they 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 got to be the hero in the story to the kids. And, and that was something that we kind of were not expecting. Yeah. So then we kind of left there saying, OK, well, how can we get more? How can we get more contractors in the classroom? How can we scale this across the country? Just so the audience kind of knows here, this project for us was only for our business. It, you know, we didn't have a, a goal of going out and trying to spread this message and, and change the industry. This was just something we were going to do for our own business. We thought maybe it'd be like a leave. We do some work in K through 12 space. And we're like, well, that'd be great if once we did work with a school, we gave them a book that we wrote, just the simple thing. But then once we came with the story, we realized that the heart of the story was touching different people throughout the country. They totally agreed. Like we all are facing this issue. This is, you know, this is a nationwide thing and more people wanted the story. So that kind of put put us on a trajectory of reaching the nation, which has been a total uh, surprise and, and a lot of hard work, <laughs> Yeah, but rewarding. Yeah. So the contractors not only buy the books to give to the class, invest in the books, I would say, but they're also integral in the presentation, which um, what grade levels or age are y'all looking at? Uh, third grade's probably like the best audience to, to hit um, because that's the age where it's still magical. To have a contractor come into a third grade class and to participate in a presentation, that's got to add to it and put a person with it. Are the kids reacting to it and liking it? Yeah. I mean, talk about talk about nerve wracking when you write a book and you hear it's good from your friends or family, but hearing it from a complete stranger, if they like your book or not, is, is definitely humbling when you're waiting to hear the answer. But when we were there in the classroom, the kids were engaged in every level of, of the book, which was great. And what's really nice is that they have their own copy as they're reading along with the reader. The illustrations are very intricate. There's a lot of detail in there. So it's fun to kind of, as each kid hears the story, they get to look at the pictures themselves. It's funny, they stop along the way and they ask lots of various questions. And it's one one great thing a child asked us, he asked if grit was real. And so that was something we didn't really expect. You know, it was almost like he was discovering a, a power that he didn't really realize he could have. And so that was that was great. And how are the teachers and the school administration and um, district folks accepting this or receiving it? So when I originally reached out to our county school system, they were very open to it. And I think it's a little bit different because what we had talked about earlier with the contractors investing, um, it's kind of a little bit different than what they're normally used to where somebody would come in, they want to teach, they want to share, and then each kid is getting a copy of, of the book. I think that's a little bit different um, mechanism than, than what they've experienced before. So we have found all the schools that we've been in, and we've done this both in like an auditorium setting with like 200 kids or just individual classrooms. The teachers love it. They're excited. They welcome somebody into the classroom. I don't think that there's kind of like this conspiracy or the, you know, construction's left behind or this 
alternative to college. I just think that the typical teacher has been spent their entire life in school. Then they go to college to go to school to learn how to teach. And then they go back into the classroom to teach. So they're not even really aware of what our industry has to offer and the different types of opportunities that are there. So that's what we've been finding when we've been in these classrooms in these schools. Yeah. So, so there's a learning experience for them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. How long is the book in one of these presentations if a contractor wants to get involved and go buy some and go to the classroom? How long is the typical presentation in reading the book? Yeah, so um, the book is like 36 pages long. Um, It takes between 15 to 20 minutes to read the book. And usually we leave it open for Q&A along the way. So Chris and I both each read to kids in different capacities. But typically the kids will, you know, stop you along the way ask you questions and, you know, want to obviously answer those questions and kind of keep them engaged. Usually it's between a half hour. We had somebody go a a little bit longer. We had um, our storefront guy, he went into the classroom. He was in there over an hour and a half, not because, you know, he was made to do that. He was enjoying himself. The kids were asking a million questions about what he does um, specifically in the industry. And it was one of these things where kind of peered in the classroom and saw the kids just peppering him with questions. And he was just smiling from ear to ear talking. So it can be, you know, around, I would say at least leave about a half hour of time, but it does typically go over that. Even bringing your team into the classroom, taking photos and different things like that will kind of make it all part of the experience. Yeah. Well, this definitely is going to plant the seeds for the future of the construction industry. Chris, what are y'all doing to get current today, hiring somebody to get on the job yesterday? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, I think the book does three things. It it talks to the kids and plants the seed for the future. It talks to the parents because the book is going to go home with the family. So the parents are now kind of aware. And one of the things we're getting ready to start is we want to introduce like a kind of a family oriented guide to our industry. So something that's age appropriate, here's some opportunities, here's some different avenues in the construction industry that you may or may not be aware of. Uh, Here are some different resources and all that kind of stuff. So maybe it's something that goes home in addition to the book. And then I think third is you're creating this interest level or just kind of question from educators and, and administrators that they didn't even know. So the thing that really jumped off the page to us was what I talked about earlier when we saw how the men and women leaving the classroom were feeling. And I kind of use the sports analogy. When your team's winning, everybody feels good and you're telling everybody about it, right? And the same thing goes when you're not doing so well, you kind of tell everybody. So we said, wow, there's about 9 million people in the industry. What if we could activate that workforce and use that resource. That's the largest resource we have. How do we activate them to begin to start telling everybody how cool construction is, how much fun it is, how exciting the industry is, how many opportunities are in the industry. And I think that's one of the things that um, we really, we have to start looking at as an industry, right? Most of all of our businesses use our workforce to find new employees, right? So why are we not doing that 
holistically as an, as an industry. And I think that's kind of why we we're on this mission now to put as many contractors as we can in the classrooms. Yeah. We've had some, you know, people question us, well, what about the workforce now? What, what is this, how is this going to help now? And you said, we, of course, we need the initiatives of today to, to attract people, but the reality is we need to do both. And thinking about how a building is made, we, we plan years in advance to, to create a building in our own industry. You know, there's never something that's done immediately. It has planning takes place, seeds are planted, things happen over time for us to be able to achieve uh, achieve our goals here. So to not think that we shouldn't reach this younger generation, a time where they're open and receptive to hearing about this in a, in a way we said third grade was a great time because it is a magical time. Kids want to think about their future. But they also have that in childlike innocence where they, they believe in, in magic. They believe in things that all the possibilities of life. So we really like seeing you know, contractors in the classroom. When, when the kids get the book, this is another thing we realize is that even in our hometown, a lot of these kids come from, they're even at the poverty level. A lot of these kids don't even own a book in their own home. Like that's something, you know, you think about just maybe middle-class society kind of forget about just the different types of kids that out there that are so ready to learn, so ready to dream about their own life, but to have a book that they can take home and they can read themselves and it's theirs to keep. It's almost like a kid on Christmas. So that's where like when the contractor comes in, he or she's bringing the book and then they get to take it home. It's like parents or guardians have reached out and they their kids are talking about the book. So I think that's something to think about and, you know, challenge whoever's listening just to get into your community and reaching kids in that way. And it's also promoting literacy, which obviously teachers love that as well. I just want to encourage people they feel afraid to do it, you know, that take the challenge to do it because I was personally afraid. You know, I don't really like to be in front of people. I like to kind of be behind the scenes, but putting myself out there and reading is something that the kids really love and they they, they eat it up. So, yeah. you know, that's my challenge to people listening. Well, it's certainly a, a great idea and it sounds wonderful to me. Now, how can people get involved? If a, one of our members is listening now, how do they get involved? You have a website. What can they do? To, to get their books in their hands and carry this out? Well, I had the opportunity to meet with a lot of the AGC presidents. I was in Stowe in June and got to talk about a plan that Chris and I had put together. A lot of these people are hearing about the book for the first time. So we wanted to kind of give them a, an idea of when they could pull this off. So we have our website, Grit Leads to Greatness. And on there, you can buy either a single book or we have these classroom bundles that we talked about, Chef 25 books. We're encouraging these reading days. The soonest reading day we're, or reading month we're talking about is Careers in Construction Month, which is October. And I don't know if you want to talk about the Read Across America. Uh, yeah, I think what we'd like to see for AGC and the and the members of his uh, next March, we would like to see a coordinated effort across America where we have as many contractors in the classroom and we're going to use probably the hashtag AGC has grit. And so this is kind of a, a week long experience and imagine what that would do for our industry, how people would get excited. And I think it's you're creating moments in time. Right. We all have memories of a book that impacted us as children as we've gotten older. And, and this may or may not work. But if it doesn't work for the kid to actually join the trades, you're creating an entire generation of people that appreciate 
and acknowledge what the trades do, what the industry does for our world. So I think that in and of itself is twofold. One, you're going to have people excited and, and interested in the trades, wanting to learn more. And then two, you're going to have a whole entire generation of folks that are appreciate what the industry does and brings. And then third, our industry has a moment in time. This is a legacy opportunity for our existing workforce. You know, you, you get to pass the torch and spark somebody interests or really set them on a course to change their life. Not a lot of industries have that opportunity right now. Construction does. And we can make an impact right here, right now, if we can get coordinated and and a little bit organized. And so how does a contractor contact y'all now for more information? Yeah, um, our both of our emails are on the website, at least greatness.com. And so what we've kind of encouraged uh, any AGC chapters have workforce development teams. They kind of um, organize, help organize these events and then send out the invite to all of the different members and then kind of create this coordinated read day where everybody can kind of sign up. They buy the bundles online and then we actually distribute the different classes and we kind of coordinate everybody to tell them where to go. So it's just kind of, it's, it's more of a, like a, a conscious effort to create this event, but we have people who just buy bundles of books and pick a school and go to their classroom and read on their own. That's perfectly fine. But, you know, we kind of do enjoy seeing these scenes where things are happening all at once throughout the U S we think that could actually create a ripple effect where outside of the industry, people will notice that construction is at the forefront and that we are a serious industry looking to change the world. So I think that's really important to understand. That's part of our mission as well. Thank you, Jenny and Chris, for joining us today. For more information on Grit Leads to Greatness, go to gritleadstogreatness.com or look at the show notes where you'll find references and links to all the information we talked about today. To everyone out there, we appreciate you listening. This has been AGC Constructor Cast. Please subscribe to ConstructorCast from your podcast app or stream all episodes from your computer or device at agc.org slash ConstructorCast. If you found value in today's episode, please give us a rating and write a review. This will help others find the show. And don't forget, you can follow us on social media at LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram simply by searching Associated General Contractors. Or you can use our handle at AGC of A. Again, thank you very much for joining us and stay safe.